Film's supposed Night of Nights, the Academy Awards are again upon us. Taking place on the 10th of Feb, they are meant to showcase the best in film. But if you've had your ear to the ground, you probably heard a lot of people are very upset. I'm one of them. I'm Courtney Thompson, women's entertainment reporter, and you're listening to Women's Splains, where today we're talking about everything you need to know about the Oscars. So why are people like myself so annoyed? Basically, the nominations made headlines this year for the fact that they are dominated by people who are white and male. Not a single woman was nominated for Best Director, and Jennifer Lopez was robbed of a nomination for Best Supporting Actress. Adam Sandler was similarly snubbed for his outstanding work in Uncut Gems. His was a performance so good that Jennifer Aniston literally used her own acceptance speech at the SAG Awards to call it out. Oh, Adam Sandler, your performance is extraordinary and your magic is real, buddy. I love you. Lulu Wong's touching film The Farewell wasn't nominated in any category, nor was the sublime Atlantics from first-time director Matt Diop. Lupita Nyong'o missed out on a nomination for her performance in Us, which actually amounted to two performances. And the fact that Cynthia Erivo was the only person of colour to be nominated in an acting category for her role in the slavery biopic Harriet says a lot about the, what the Academy deems significant and the kinds of performances they believe are worthy of recognition from black actors. Some of the upsides of the nominations were in the acknowledgement of Little Women and Parasite. Saoirse Ronan and Florence Pugh were nominated for their roles in Little Women, and the film picked up a Best Picture nomination along with one for Greta Gerwig for her adapted screenplay. However, Gerwig was snubbed for Best Director. Parasite, arguably the best film of 2019, was also deservedly nominated for Best Picture, and director Bong Joon-ho nominated for Best Director. It picked up four other nominations, including Best Original Screenplay, bringing their total to six but none for the actors, which again reinforces the problem the Academy has with recognising the work of people of colour, and particularly Asian actors, as it's worth noting an Asian actor has never been nominated for Best Actor or Best Actress. I'm sad to report that, overall, Joker leads with the highest number of nominations, 11, including Best Actor for Joaquin Phoenix and Best Director for Todd Phillips. Phoenix has been winning consistently all season, so expect to see him on stage accepting his Oscar. And if his Golden Globes and BAFTA speeches are anything to go by, he might also use his acceptance speech to call out the awards for their lack of diversity. I also feel um, conflicted because so many of my fellow actors that are deserving don't have that same privilege. Uh, I think that we send a very clear message to people of color that you're not welcome here. Um, I think that's the message that we're sending to people that have contributed uh, so much to our medium and our industry and in ways that we benefit from. In saying all this, the Academy probably wants you to know that despite zero women in the major directing category, there were a total of 62 women nominated this year. In the feature documentary category, for instance, four out of the five films were directed or co-directed by a woman. We'll be back after this short break. So why does it matter that they suck? Some people argue that we need to stop looking at the Oscars as an accurate reflection of the best in film because it's so out of touch and evidently only seeks to recognise white male-led stories. And those people have a point, but the Oscars matter because they usually influence the type of films that get the green light. For example, if a film similar to 1917 is looking to be made, it'll have an easier time than films like Hustlers or The Farewell, which were notoriously turned down by most of the major studios. So what can we expect to happen on the night? Well, at the moment, the award ceremony itself is predicted to be, well, just that, very predictable. 
the major acting categories have been consistently dominated by the same names all season. As I mentioned earlier, Joaquin Phoenix will likely take home Best Actor, Renee Zellweger will probably win Best Actress for her portrayal of Judy Garland in Judy, Brad Pitt will be on stage for Best Supporting Actor for his role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Laura Dern will most likely take out Best Supporting Actress for Marriage Story. In saying that, there's always room for upset. Parasite is the dark horse in the Best Picture category, with War Epic 1917 the current frontrunner. However, after Parasite won the SAG Award for Best Ensemble Cast, as well as Bong Joon-ho's multiple wins for Best Original Screenplay and a few for Best Director, there's still hope it might prevail. If Parasite wins, it'll be a really, really big deal because it'll be the first foreign language film to ever win the Oscar for Best Picture. The awards themselves are again going without a host, which will mean more pressure on presenters like Kristen Wiig and Will Farrell to provide laughs. Billie Eilish is going to perform what's being called a special set, and also on hand to present will be people like Shia LaBeouf, Diane Keaton and Keanu Reeves. So even if the awards themselves end up disappointing us, at least we'll have their presence to lean on.